Hey everybody, Jason here. This week, I had to make a tough call. Do I continue my depressing streak and go for the hat trick? Which, uh, by the way, I until very recently actually thought was that thing that like uh, bored characters do in movies where they like they throw like uh, playing cards into hats. Or do I take a break from not only depressing Wabeto, but me, myself, and like the, the fives of loyal listeners that we covet so dearly here? Wait one, wait one sec. Oh, <laughs> it's a, a messenger message from Chichi Magistus. Okay, it's a video. Um, naked chick by an open car window. Ah, what the fuck? I'll roll the dice. Alright, starts innocently enough. Hanging out the window backwards, being all, Look at my big old memories and the joy that they wish to bring the world. Holy fucking shit! She just got ripped out the car window by some unseen force. God damn, like a sinner in the hand of an angry god. Alright, well, hey, hold on. It's slowing down the video so you can see the hit better. And holy fuck. She took a fucking mailbox to the side of the dome. Wow. So, uh, back to what I was just saying. Uh, even though I went the more fair-handed route this week, there's still a lesson I believe we can all learn by the three very true, very real afflictions spoken about within. I'm hoping my oversimplification won't be taken as an oversimplification here, but it kind of boils down to the fact that even fun things, when taken to the extreme, can end up costing you dearly. The pain that they can cause can land on such a severe point of the spectrum that you could be forgiven for forgetting the act ever brought you pleasure in the first place. So, sometimes, too much of a good thing can be bad for you, I guess. <laughs> what do you know? On the floors of Tokyo, or down in London town to go, go. With the record's election and the mirror's reflection, I'm dancing with myself. When there's no one else inside, on this crowded, lonely night. When I wait too long for my love to race, and then I'm dancing with myself. Why I'm oh, dancing with myself. Why I'm oh, dancing with myself. Hey everybody, what Boys is up, girls. my compatriots that go by the names Robert and Chris? Fantastic. Um, fantastic? That's what's up? It's fantastic. That's what's up. Mm. My nipples are up. And my name is Jason. Thank you guys for, for noticing. And uh, tonight we have... Um, this is going to be a rough one, people. Mm. Remember what I said I was going to talk about last week? Well, Yay. get ready for a very lie-filled episode of See No, Hear No, Speak No. Mm, UFOs, conspiracies, deceit, and moida. And don't forget to email us at see no, hear no, speak no pod at gmail.com. T-shirts are in the process. If you have any suggestions, please drop us a line. 
or mm -hmm. something. Tell us to fuck off. Something. There it is. Yes, yes indeed. Robbie knows. What and remember, Jason opens all the emails, so if you got that weird thing on your leg that you've been looking at for a couple days, send him a picture of it. I mean, yeah. I'll do my I'll do my best to tell you what it is and what to do about it, but I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I may have I may have told people I was years ago in bars, uh, but that got me in some big trouble. So let's just say that it's very hard to deliver a baby in the back of a cab when you're hmm. four days awake and six days drunk. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see the difficulties with that. It's just really slippery, you know? It's like you don't I mean, expect it to like be so slippery. It's like a football just covered in, like, lard. It's crazy. Goo. Yeah. Mm. So, so, I said as, you know, on last week's episode that, you know, get ready for another depressing one, folks, because <laughs> my next one's going to be about World War One, And uh, that was a lie. And it's one that Rob believed up until just now. Um, oh, I feel bad bastard. about that, but not totally bad. Like not bad enough to actually feel bad about it. But I'll act like I do. So, oh, I'm sorry, Rob. Oh, I was all set to talk about the the Weimar Republic and everything. See, and Such that's a not it's not why I didn't do it because that stuff's really interesting to me too. But um, it was all just too fucking sad. <laughs> It was, and, and you know, your words kind of resonated with me, where uh, Chris and I just bummed you the fuck out the last two weeks before that, and uh, <clears throat> I was like, yeah, yeah, it's 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 kind of been like it's been fun and it's been interesting and stuff, and I like the stories we've been telling, but a little bit a little bit of a bummer. So, what I decided to talk about instead this week are three, count them one, two, three, stories or cases, no, hmm, uh, types, yes, three types. Yeah. Of mass psychogenic illness. Now, what what that what that is, or genic, if you're gonna be a dick about it, I guess. Um, okay. What that is, it is someone who suffers from symptoms that has no originating cause, that is completely in their minds, that is also <laughs> uh, happening to many other people. Weird. Yeah, just like the the dancing of the 1700s. It is like the dancing, not of the 1700s, though. Well, I didn't know if that was one of your cases or not, where the people in Europe would literally get yep, together, yep, whole towns. So, no, that's nobody would get anyway. Let me tell the story, goddammit. <laughs> in ju in July of 1518, a woman referred to as Frau Trophia strutted onto a quaint street in Strasbourg, France. And she began an intense dance competition, one-upping her one and only rival present step by sweet, sweet running man step. But, the problem being, she was the only fucking person there. And MC Hammer wouldn't come out for quite a while, so it's was Hammer. she hey, everybody, an innovator? Um, she is just okay. Well, I mean, we can all agree that that MC Hammer did not invent the Running Man. He just perfected it uh, with his parachute pants. Well, he, I was so just about to say, he perfected it with poofy pants. Do you think this goofy German broad invented it, though? Well, uh, French, but sure, whatever. 
she her name is not French. She's her name is Frau. That's not okay, that that that's means a, that's a title. Something in right not, in not German, right? You're thinking I'm of sure Frau Line. Something in lots of stuff. Yeah, see, you're thinking of Frau Line. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Dala, <laughs> she's just known as fucking Frau Trophia. Anywho's, that's a weird name. Okay, so, um, she fucking just like goddamn boogied like there were no fucking tomorrows um which is kind of crazy because then like a bunch of tomorrows came and went <laughs> so during these these passing days uh something kind of peculiar started happening and uh i mean i i mean i guess you gotta think if i'm saying peculiar in a story about a lady dancing with herself a la fucking goddamn Mm, you beautiful, beautiful man. You goddamn... Uh, <laughs> from the walls of Tokyo down to London town we go. Damn right. <sighs> with the you record selection in the nearest reflection, I'll be dancing with myself. That's what she's singing to herself the whole fucking time. Billy Idol wasn't even a glint and a gleamer in his great-great-grandpa's eye. But she knew. She knew. She knew what we this all knew now, Chris. German-French <sighs> woman was a time traveler then? Or... I mean, I'm basically saying she's magic, yeah. I mean, we can assume whatever we want. This is hundreds and okay. hundreds of years ago. so. All right, all right. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what else is peculiar? Matter of fact, it's, it's 600 years ago uh, this year, so Ooh. in July. Mm -hmm. We have to have a dance party in July. <laughs> what else Sounds is peculiar, long. though? A dance party any time of the year is a great time. Uh, no, I was just going to make <laughs> mention that... Um, it, it actually takes two days for your tomorrow to become your yesterday. You fucking goddamn introspectured fucking... God, you're so smart. I love it. Did someone buy you an Just... inspiration calendar? And that's like today's quote. <laughs> what an obscure, ambiguous fucking thing <laughs> to say. <laughs> like, uh, yeah... Um, yeah, I was like, Tuesday. you got me. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Time for a new calendar is what the next the next day says. Um, <laughs> You're going to build your entire outlook on life <laughs> from that. <laughs> so the, the peculiar thing that started happening was uh, after about a week, um, <clears throat> that, that one uh, crazy lady uh, going all Billy Idol on her own ass, um, that, yeah, 34 other people had joined her and huh. then um, and then when the a within a month um, the crowd of uh, just dancing hopping leaping just fucking bad the fuck ass break dancers and shit had swelled to 400 what? now what did they use instead of cardboard back in the day uh, I don't know probably broken glass or something <laughs> they were just gluttons for punishment. That four hundred glass and sour fucking grapes. Yeah, yeah, four hundred motherfuckers, four hundred, a group of four hundred. Now, what uh, makes this what makes this event like truly fucking extraordinary isn't the fact that it seems not a single dancer there danced for or out of pleasure for dance. So it wasn't that they were, that they were just that ready for a brand new beat. It wasn't about summer being here and the time being right. No. 
for it dancing in the street. It wasn't the world's first flash mob. It wasn't. It wasn't the world's first fucking Pat Benatar shoulder party. It was. They were just like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Why can't I stop? The whole fucking time. But it's, so it it's, had nothing to do with the fact that they're dancing down. They're, they're dancing in Chicago or down in New Orleans. No, man, and and in nothing to do with the fact that, that 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 is the. I mean, gay dudes love me. They know that I'm I'm just totally with what they're doing, but that is the gayest fucking video on the planet. <laughs> it really is, <laughs> especially if you watch God it without damn. sound. Mick Jagger and David Bowie just fucking get it over with already and i know they did i know that's the thing but anyway so it's also like not crazy because of the length of time uh that they're you know they're little fucking boogaloo like you know like soiree like we could maybe call it like a maybe like an electric boogaloo or maybe like a uh like a like a no i forgot the name for electric boogaloo too fuck uh Damn, no, I don't I don't have it breaking. I think it's called Boogaloo Harder. Anyway. <laughs> now, how long did you say this happened? How long did it go down? A month. A month. Did, a, can a month, you, a month can of you imagine dancing? if this was a conga line? How much distance oh, do you think they could cover in a month? Uh, I mean, in a, a conga straight line? conga? Not, not like, because you do like the da 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 ah. So ah. Like, it's like, it's really only like two steps per da 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 da. So I don't know. So what do you think? What do you think the statistic? You you have spent uh, uh, three thousand minutes uh, going da, fucking during your month of conga. Three thousand oh, minutes were spent sticking out one of your feet going ah. And then you're like just some like shit like that. God, I've wasted my life. I've wasted right. my life, and I've wasted all of yours. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, so, I hope for all those minutes that you're spending wasting in traffic. You're enjoying this bullshit. A little show called Casino <laughs> here this week, no. Um, Jason so, talking so shit. So th- thinking about this, uh, it just immediately brought me back to that episode of, uh, of Happy Days where uh, uh, the Fonz uh, got, has Richie as a dancing partner for like a, a dance-a-thon thingy. Like they have to dance all night to like win a fucking, um, like a motorcycle or something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like uh, where where Richie uh, dresses up like a girl and he's he's kind of hot, maybe a little bit. You know what I mean? Just like a, mm-hmm. You are revealing way too much about yourself just now, Jason. Just letting you know. What that I'm comfortable with my feminine side. Whatever works uh, for you, Squiggy. Yeah, I hey, was man. gonna say. <laughs> Thanks, Levine. <laughs> so, um, I think if you give them all LSD and make it 1997. Uh, it would be a really good time. They could all dance and sing uh, to Prince's Party Like It's 1999, and it wouldn't be stupid like it is now. Sure. Because 1999 wasn't a party, but you could look forward to it as if it were, if it were then. But Yeah, now, that was after looking the back, cops had it's, already. It's just a little sad. Mm. Okay. So, um, so the, the thing that really makes this whole story fucking really crazy is just simply for the fact that it was fucking ridiculously well documented like we have uh we have scribblings from fucking city officials uh they they little you know jotted down little tidbits of stuff uh that they had fucking church sermons uh most likely you know i don't know describing like pure evil that you know that feeling that you got down in your pants while you was watching them dance and stuff they're like oh you kids you know um 
and then like we even just have shit from you know everyday schmucks being like they keep they, they keep dancing on my petunias and i just planted them and they were starting to come up and they were gonna be pretty and i was gonna make a wreath out of them and put it on the head of my daughter and it was gonna be her birthday present but now i have nothing but feet trampled by dance petunias your aspirations for better homes and gardens are trashed just in the garbage man like who does yeah. that yeah. dicks that's who dicks so this was entirely psychosomatic though yeah yeah one thought well we'll get there we'll get there because uh the there have been there have been other theories but we'll we'll see we'll see so um so that this all like i said is just completely well documented in writing of of that little baby french town um but the most special notes that we still have are those of the local uh, doctors remarking on the deaths. Yes, the deaths caused by dance. Mm-hmm. They took they took their fucking dance seriously. Not like my niece when she was in fourth fucking grade and she was at her dance class and she was just fucking sitting there looking at her feet, just making the tappy sound. She wasn't learning shit. <laughs> Take note, Brandy. God. Take note. But, I mean, this this isn't some, like, lo- local cautionary tale or, like, a fable or anything like that. This shit happened for a month. This whole mass dancing for over a month fucking happened. It was actually responsible for people fucking dying. That is an undisputed fact of this occurrence. And I, there's a, a quote that I have written down here by historian John Waller. It says... These people were not just trembling, shaking, or convulsing. Although they were entranced, their arms and legs were moving as if they were purposefully dancing. Huh. That shit's crazy. That shit's crazy. <sighs> okay, so... Now, was there any Bette Midler sightings? No, but they had two Liza Minnelli impersonators, which is oh, okay. almost equal to a Bette Midler. So. Okay. Almost. <laughs> It's close. That. Super close. Um, so the next uh, part of my uh, <clears throat> my extensive note-taking is uh, titled, Dance em Up, How Comes? <laughs> so uh, one Eugene Backman, who authored the 1952 book Scriblins, I say Scriblins a lot in this, uh, religious dances in the Christian church and in popular medicine. He had hunted down a like a biological or a chemical explanation for the all-month dance-till-you-drop craze. Uh, he and other quote-unquote experts, because I don't think they're experts. They're just dicks from the 50s. Um, <laughs> experts on what? Said that they 100% knew what they were talking about um, and believed that a fungal disease of rye and other cereals in which black elongated fruiting bodies grow in the ears of the cereal, which better and shorter name being uh, ergot was to blame. Uh, eating ergot. contaminated, yeah, e- eating contaminated food can result in ergotism. Um, oh, I know what it is. So when uh, medieval bread or whatever fucking nuts. gross garbage you're consuming is covered in this shit, uh, the mold spores can set off violent convulsions and visual delusions. But not as Smarty Pants Waller says, uh, coordinated movements that last for days. So, <clears throat> uh, 
sociologist named Robert Bartholomew, who more than likely is quite the stud with the ladies. Um, mm. he, he proposed that the dancers were performing some joyous ritual of a heretical sect. But as Mr. Smarty Pants rebuttal states, there's no evidence that the dancers wanted to dance. So fuck you, Robert <laughs> Bartholomew. Who names? I might add to that last part in. Fucking Maybe. who names their kids two first names anyway? Who names their their kids Robert? The fucking I know. Assholes I'm telling you. Assholes. So, on the contrary, he droned on and on. They expressed fear and desperation, according to the surviving accounts. So these people are dancing. They don't fucking know why. They don't want to keep dancing. And fucking people from the 50s think that they it's because of fucking ergotism, which uh, Chris is right. It will make you trip balls, but it will also kill you. <laughs> but it mm-hmm. it is it is like what L- it's it's what LSD is uh, is derived from. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was also supposedly the. Um, the whole reason for the Salem witch trials and yes yes I read that quite a bit uh, doing research for this yeah now did it's, they uh, not trace this crazy. if I'm not convoluting two stories here well, did they not mm-hmm. trace it back to one baker who baked bread that day and his bread was like no. prized to be like the whitest brightest bread Mm-mm. no didn't happen at least not in this story Okay, well, for, like for I said. the Salem witch trials, they had traced it back to an entire stock of of, uh, of yeah uh, of wheat or an entire or harvest of wheat. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was fucking fucked up. They had right. gotten wet or some shit. So, I want to talk a little bit uh, explicitly on ergotism because I found that fucking fascinating. Um, it truly is. So, the Hospital Brothers of Saint Anthony, which is uh, it's an order of monks. Um, and uh, I like to imagine that the monks' names were uh, Mickey Dolenz and Davy Jones and Mike Nesmith and Peter Tork. And here they come walking down the street. They get funny looks from everyone they meet. But hey, hey, mm-hmm. they're the monks. Sounds that... like a gang of tough nurses. No. The hospital brothers. <laughs> have you seen the monkeys? Not tough nurses. <laughs> so they... Uh, that it was established in 1095, uh, and they specialized in treating ergotism victims, uh, slash, and this is my uh, little addition here, hippies with, uh, you know, bombs and uh, containing tranquilizing and uh, circulation-stimulating extracts and shit. Um, the more commonly used name for ergotism is St. Anthony's Fire. It's close. Um, St. Anthony's Fire? Yes. Apparently, really? there's all kinds of saints that have fire. Uh, yeah, that's the first I've heard of anything other than Elmo. Fucking Elmo. <laughs> goddamn Fucking child Elmo. predator. Saint Elmo's fire. Oh my god, you're <laughs> pulling this up way back. You pull that What's way on back. What's fire, Elmo? Is it your balls probably. again? Is it yeah. your pee again? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So, uh... The St. Anthony's Fire was actually uh, named that because it's in reference to these monks, plus the severe burning sensation in the limbs, which was one of the more egregious symptoms. Uh, there, two, there are two types of ergotism. Uh, the first is characterized is characterized by muscle spasms, uh, fever, hallucinations, and the victims may appear dazed and be unable to speak. Uh, 
become manic or have other forms of paralysis or tremors and suffer other distorted perceptions. Do they experience an erection for longer than four hours? That's why they went (laughs) in the first place and then they were like, wait, what? I did what? I ate what? Huh? So that's the least of their worries right now. They should at least just have fun with that and... This is caused by. If you play with it, you go blind. This is (laughs) called. This is caused by serotonergic. Serotonergic. uh, Damn it, lost my place. Serotonergic stimulation of the central nervous system by some of the alkaloids, which means, um, it means that just sounds all uh, kinds of dirty. Okay, Mm. so the 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 fucking the 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 spore, the mold, the whatever. uh, ergot actually fucking creates real acid inside your body and starts what? burning you from the inside out. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. And don't just take my word for it. Take a look. It's in a book. It's reading <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> reading rainbow. <laughs> so the second type of ergotism is marked by violent burning. Uh, peripheral pulses and shooting pain of the poorly vascularized distal, which uh, that means uh, like uh, further extremities, uh, uh, distal organs, like uh, hmm. somehow Dick? your finger. Oh, yeah, I guess. It's an extended organ. Your fingers and toes. I didn't know those were organs, but they are. Those oh, are shit. distal organs. No, he's talking about your organ. Mm. God damn it. That was wow. so cheap. It was so cheap, Robert. I expect better of you. I do. Use your fingers and toes for that too. Oh, so that's uh, that, and this burning is caused uh, by effects of the ergot alkaloids on the vascular system due to vasoconstriction, which uh, sometimes leads to gangrene and loss of limbs due to severely restricted blood circulation. So, in other Rarity. words, this fucking mold makes acid burn you from the inside out and cuts off all circulation to your extremities. And then they have to be fucking cut off. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Fuck. Okay, so now... Dude, I mean... How much worse would that have been back (laughs) in that day than it it would be today? Oh, it's like, that's just lopping shit off and being like, Yay! Yeah, no big deal. You know, Mm. if you live through it because you got to the hospital quick enough. But no, no, no. They would saw them off back in the days. And they'd probably call you a pussy if you screamed while you did it, too. Like, that's just, oh, come on now. It's just a couple of fingers. We had a guy who lost his torso yesterday. Come on. (laughs) Being a baby about it all. So this part of my my notes is called the for real, we think, because this is what we actually think is the cause of the the dance craze of the 1500s called uh, Beatlemania. All this (laughs) maniacal hip... <laughs> All this maniacal hip thrusting came on. Uh, it came on during a series of famines, uh, which kicked off with uh, just fucking insanely cold winters, crazy hot fucking summers, crops being decimated by frost, and hailstorms straight the fuck out of revelations. Like serious fucking hailstorms. Um, it's quite an opening act. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, waves of death followed from uh, malnutrition. So, hey. Oh, I love uh, them. They fucking rocked the show last time. Man, they were... Waves and then they took death. out that hose that just... They, they, they sprayed gravy on everybody, and then once they, like, it hit you, and it was, like, brown, and it was tasty, and it was, oh, it's so salty. The gravy hose! 
Pickles. And then Sorry. and then the guy was like, "Oh shit, that was the septic hose." <laughs> 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 Ooh. It was still a really That's good show. A bad I, mean, time. Who, I mean, how often? So, um, people who were, and these are my quotes, uh, lucky enough to live through this hell on earth uh, were forced to slaughter all of their farm animals, uh, secure loans uh, that they couldn't pay back, and finally to take to the streets to beg for stiff food and stuffs. You know, be hmm. prostitutes and cut their own penises off from gangrene. And hmm. So, as luck would have it, smallpox, syphilis, and leprosy swept through the area at the same time. Oh. Even a hip new disease known as the English sweating sickness tossed its hat into the terribleness that is this stupid fucking dick measuring contest. <sighs> <laughs> you know this. You're rubbing this off on like me. That. Uh, the, the dick measuring. <laughs> this sounds like that, uh, which I think we mentioned before, that um, that old folks, or excuse me, retirement community with the colored golf balls and uh, you right, know, right, 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 right. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. that's what it sounds like to me. Oh, with the smallpox, syphilis, leprosy, and English sweating sickness. <laughs> Let's get it all going, baby. And it's oh, on man. France on top of that. So can you imagine the smell? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, France smells bad just beginning. Oh, God. I didn't even think of that part. Now you got a bunch of sweaty French people gyrating in the street. Yeah. Mm. Do, do, do you guys, guys want to know what the English sweat was? Because uh, I, I actually looked it up because I was like, what's that? You know that? I do. <laughs> um, it was a mysterious and highly contagious disease that struck England and later continental Europe in a series of epidemics beginning 1485. The last outbreak occurred in 1551, so for a while, um, after which the disease uh, completely vanished. <laughs> the, ons the onset of the symptoms was dramatic and sudden, with death often occurring within hours. So you're like, oh shit, nice. I have the sweats, and then you're dead. Um, so it... Its wow. causes remain un its causes remain unknown. Uh, it's been suggested that an unknown species of hentavirus may have been responsible for the out outbreak. So, fucking nobody so knows. It was there for. Shit? I guess it was there for I like. I blame fucking, the aliens. Uh, <laughs> it was there for what? Uh, Eighty years, and then yeah. gone. That's fucking 80, crazy. Eighty-four years, and then just gone. So, so you sweat um, yourself dehydrated about two generations. To yeah, pretty much. That's so, insane. So what Smarty Pants Waller, the guy that I keep fucking hating on because he went to college, whatever, uh, he right. says, anxiety and false fears gripped the region as if they were a pair of sweaty testicles swinging <laughs> pendulously below Chris's taint. He said that, Chris. He said that. that Actually, a, that wouldn't they be sticking to a leg if it was that sweaty? Oh no no because they're hanging down so low that uh, that it, there's so just low. there's too much hair there's too much hair on on, his, on uh, Chris's shins for anything sweaty to stick. That's mm. right. I'm really I'm kind of grossing shins. myself out pretty bad now so um, I'm gonna move on. One of these fears uh, originating from a Christian church legend was that if anyone provoked the wrath of Saint Vitz 
which is actually spelled V-I-T-U-S, but is pronounced Vitz for some fucking reason, who was a uh, Sicilian martyred in 303 AD, that uh, this St. Vitz guy would send down plagues of compulsive dancing, which is kind of like the nicest plague that you could do. It's like, huh. hey, that, that fucking uh, wedding reception is looking kind of boring. St. Vitz, ooh, I gotcha. And he you know, comes in like fucking Duff Man and just like gets everybody <laughs> dancing and shit. Well, At the very least, it would be entertaining. It, right. it would be great. It's definitely not as embarrassing as some of the other plagues. No, everyone would have a good time until everyone started dying. And then, you know, uh. what a price you paid. You got to go through a fucking 30-day-long party. Yeah, and still you're having, you're, it's happening together. You go out with a bang, I'm, you know? I'm still wondering, because it was 400 white people, right? So what what they were doing really technically be called dancing? It doesn't specifically <laughs> say. It was two-stepping. It doesn't specifically say that it was 400 white people. But this is uh, 16th century France. And uh, France in general uh, is... I mean, at least they put themselves out there as pretty white. I don't know. France proved me wrong. Listen to our show and then call us fucking, I don't know, the French word for dicks. <laughs> Spotted dick, most likely. I don't know. Uh, Waller, therefore, that? believes a phenomenon known as, let's say it all together, like, uh, you know what I'm going to say for some reason, mass psychogenic illness, which is a form of mass hysteria usually preceded by intolerable levels of psychological distress. That's what caused the dancing epidemic. Huh. And he's blaming that on the depression and all that stuff. The great on, depression on the, whatever. On the not being able to uh, eat or feed your family. It, it's people just... It's Alright, so this lady fucking broke, right? She just broke and started dancing. And then okay, other people so, saw her and then just fucking broke and started dancing. So kind of like like when you're faced with like just the shittiest of situations and you just start laughing, like ah well I mean what else could fucking happen sort of thing. But absolutely, but she actually broke to the max. She actually and broke that's... to the point where her body was like, well, we might as well fucking dance. We got we can't eat. Wow, that just shows how much of a herd mentality some people have. <clears throat> Seriously. Well, I mean, especially back then because. The people back then did believe in the St. Vitz thing. So, like, maybe they saw that and were like, oh, no, a plague of dancing. And then they started dancing and couldn't fucking stop. You know, who knows? It's, uh, That's I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. So we're going to move on to the cure for this now. You ready? You ready for you ready for the contemporary at the time cure for, yeah, uh, <clears throat> for St. Vitz dancing? More dancing! Yeah! <laughs> Hey, you, you, the one with the bloody feet and that you can't breathe and you're, you're really hungry and uh, you haven't slept in days and you're, you're, you're dancing. I'm going to need you to dance some more. I thought That's I was hoping you were going to gonna save. cure it. Yeah. No, that's probably even a worse cure than I was going to say. I was hoping you were going to say testicle leeches. No, I mean, see, that's that's bad, but the only thing worse than any other thing you could possibly say is to keep doing the thing that's killing you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like saying, Hey, you there with the ice pick that you keep jabbing in your stomach, the best way to fucking cure that, take care of it. You just keep on stabbing yourself in the stomach. 
We'll get it done. We'll we'll take it. And then you know what? Call me back in the morning. Let me know how you feel. I yeah, got it'll stop yachts when to buy. Dead. I'm pretty sure we could get some alcoholics to buy into that. That they just need to drink themselves sober. We could start um, like meetings every month and charge like forty bucks a head, and just you know. Ooh, and all we have to say is is at the beginning of the episode we say, "Amen." Yeah, and BYOB. That way we're not. That way we just rent the hall and we just charge people. That's right. We come up with some kind of philosophy behind it, and we we don't have to cut. We don't have to have any kind of liquor license or anything. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like where you're going with this. I think I'm see. I'm thinking speakeasy, but it's just speakeasy. Like you can come and like hang out on the couch and watch a movie with me, but you gotta bring your own alcohol and you have to shut the fuck up the whole time. I fucking can't stand drunk people talking. Straight <laughs> up. So. You, all right, so the actual cure um, here, because uh, uh, we're getting a little long just on this part. Uh, according to medical epidemiologist Timothy Jones, who is an assistant clinical professor of preventative medicine at Vanderbilt University School of Medicine. Shout he, out to Nashville. Uh, he, he also reported <laughs> an incident of hysteria in Belgium following soft drink consumption. Uh-huh. Uh, people in Belgium... Calm down. Really? Soft I've heard of not being able to handle your liquor, but not being able to handle your sugar? Well, I mean, I've, I've actually heard that too, so. What? So, another mass group of people did something stupid? Yeah, I, I'm not going into that, though. Uh, so, outbreaks of psychogenic illnesses are likely to be more common than is currently appreciated, and many go unrecognized. So, uh, he recommends <laughs> that physicians treat it. <laughs> he recommends that physicians treating such problems uh, attempt to separate persons with illness associated with the outbreak, uh, conduct tests to rule out other causes like, you know, fucking actual, you know, mental illnesses and shit like that. Uh, then monitor and provide oxygen for hyperventilation, attempt to minimize the individual's anxiety, notify public health authorities and seek to assure patients that while their symptoms are real, rumors and reports of suspected causes are not equivalent to confirmed results so you have to tell them look like what you're feeling what you're going through is a thing it's happening to you right now but just because everybody says this is happening because this and and it's causing them it's to happen to them doesn't make it real i just have flashbacks to being to being in the warehouses in st pete in the late 90s and early 2000s Mm-hmm. Those were some hell of a dance parties right there, Five, and yeah. there was no there was no windows Gross. or really anything like that. So you could be in there for days and not realize it. You're making them sound much less appetizing. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, um, but I mean, this is basically like taking a crazy person, sitting them down, and just conti- just slapping them, and then screaming, "You're not really crazy!" Slap. Yeah. You're not really crazy. Slap. I don't appreciate what you're doing. You're being weird. So aside from their medical interests, uh, Waller believes that such epidemics, particularly those from uh, past centuries, are of immense historical value. Um, He said that the Dancing Plague tells us much about the extraordinary supernaturalism of late medieval people, but it also reveals the extremes to us which fear and irrationality can lead us to. He added, uh, few events in my view so clearly show the extraordinary potentials of the human mind. Which, like, for real, though, you know? That's... Uh-huh. So, yeah, so that's, uh, that's fucking St. Vitt's dancing disease, man. How crazy. That's wacky as hell. It's crazy. 
Or Saint okay. what's fire? Saint Anthony's fire is is what uh, er- ergotism is 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 called. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so this next uh, what you call it psychogenic? Yeah, say yeah, that's what it's called. Psychogenic illness is uh is gonna be a little quicker, but uh, I thought this was fun to throw in as well. Um, so this is titled. The village that couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> oh no, that would suck. So, I mean, the, the dancing in, would suck too. But. In 1962, uh, there was a little boarding school in a village called Katasha, which is uh, now like in Tanzania. Um, and there was a, a group of, of schoolgirls that were telling each other jokes. All, I guess, the jokes were really good. They were either uh, Chuck Norris jokes or dead baby jokes, I'm sure. Mm. Um, so they were laughing. Me every time, both of them. Who, does, of who doesn't? Who doesn't laugh at at a good Chuck Norris joke? You know, like uh, I don't no know something about something about uh, Chuck Norris threw a grenade, killed fifty people, and then the grenade went off. <laughs> yeah, you know what. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. So their laughter was jovial at first, just like Chris and mine. Um, so, so uh, even even students that weren't like in on the joke telling were like, ha, ah, that's yeah, we, we're gonna laugh too, you know, ha, ah, ha, ah, laugh. <laughs> well, but then they couldn't stop laughing, and then they went back to class, and then their friends started laughing, and then they couldn't stop laughing, and then they went home, and then their parents started laughing. And then their parents couldn't stop laughing. And so their parents went to work. And then people at their work started laughing. So this uh, this tiny little uh, goddamn you know, Chuck Norris laugh fest, it, <laughs> it eventually spread uh, to the surrounding three cities and like 12 what? different schools. And the laughing went on for about a month. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, okay, here. Uh, two physicians, uh, A.M. Rankin and P.J. Phillip, who were called in to examine the situation, described the, ma- the malady. I hate that fucking word because it looks like malady. As follows. Uh-huh. Uh, the onset is sudden with attacks of laughing and crying lasting for a few minutes to a few hours, followed by a respite and then a reoccurrence. The attack is accompanied by restlessness and, on occasion, violence when restraint is attempted. The patient may say that things are moving around in the head and that she fears that someone is running after her. But they, the, the physicians didn't find any, not a single abnormal uh, physical sign, nothing, among anybody that's afflicted by this, uh, apart from slightly dilated pupils. But... How scary Still. is that that someone's violently attacking you and laughing their ass off the whole time? I mean, that's Seriously. what I picture Chickatillo doing. Yeah. I mean, what else? Just. So, six weeks after the original outbreak, uh, they had to shut down the boarding school. <laughs> um, 95 of the 159 pupils had been, quote unquote, infected with this laughing disease. And in the 12 months that followed, so a year, sorry, not a month, a year. The laughter spread to two other villages and fourteen schools, affecting approximately a thousand people. A the locals called year? the epidemic. The locals called the epidemic Enwara Yukushika, 
which is the illness of laughing, or akajanja, which is simply madness. So, in their later examinations of this, uh, Rankin and Philip, they had managed to rule out all kinds of physical factors, such as poisoning or viruses. And today, the, the absolute best explanation is just fucking mass hysteria, which is mass, mass hysteria is mass psychogenic illness. That, that's what it is. Um, so, it's just, it's all in the minds of the people who show, show the symptoms. It's not caused by anything in the environment, like food poisoning or a toxin. Um, there's always an underlying shared stress factor in the population, though. It's like, a, it's just a way for everybody as one to express that something's fucking not right overall kind of deal. Huh. Which is, it's kind of, uh, I guess, a little uplifting, knowing that even if it's just everybody coming together together to dance or laugh at something for a while is you know they're like fuck something's wrong and there's nothing we can do about it so ha 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 yeah maybe it's chemtrails you know what chris i'm sure it is <laughs> i think i would just be down, downing tequila till i passed out well you're you a go. full grown man not uh, not an African school child. So, or until my pants fell off, one of the two. <laughs> that would be pretty quick with me with that shit. Gross. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's shit like this starts with like just crazy fucking stress. Um, and then you get headaches and nausea and uh, just you get so much worse because everybody else is getting it too. And then it, you're just driven. We're all driven, really, by our innate fucking tendencies to imitate and follow others who we closely sympathize with so like it doesn't matter how much of a fucking rebel and a loner and a fucking goddamn special free thinking butterfly of a fucking mind you have there's people that are close to you that you care about and if they start doing something weird some way it can imperceptibly change you which is fucking just yeah you know yeah, kind of like passing a yawn around a room. Yeah. Right. It, it, yeah. Well, that's more of an empathy empathy thing than like a terror thing. I mean, yep. This is actually kind of, this really is actually kind of like terror empathy though. Um, you know, it's like everybody's terrified and scared and they're all feeling it off of each other. So let's dance and, and fucking forget about it. Now, was there any reports of a new strange, new strain of ganja going around? No, but there was there was report of uh, there there was this Gar- <laughs> there was this Garfield comic strip that that had come out like a week before, and oh man, like I, I don't I can't remember what it was, but it was good. Shoved Zodi off the table. Mondays and lasagna. that's what it was. He he woke up and he was like Monday lasagna, and then he pushed Odie off the table. And man, oh my god. <laughs> I like to push these off tables, too. So after about 18 months, Tanzania's laughter epidemic subsided completely. There were zero fatalities, thank God. Um, but they, you know, it hurt. It fucking hurt. <laughs> it yeah. really fucking hurt. Um, but, you know, it, it just never happened again. It just never goddamn happened again. Fucking weird. I'm telling you, it's aliens. I mean, it's got to be. Or not, I guess, too. <laughs> it I mean, is that's always. It is. 
Oh. Well. So, I got one more for us. And this one's a doozy. And I love it. Okay. Sweet. Okay, are we ready? Are we ready? Sweet doozy. Are we, are, are we, are we ready, guys? I think so, yeah. Okay. Maybe. We'll, we'll, gonna we'll see. You're going to have to... You're gonna have to do a little bit better than that. Okay, a little less good than that. <laughs> um, I got nothing. Rah rah! You guys are dicks, man. I got nothing in between. I, it's either high bar or low bar. That's that's what you get. I support you guys, all these fucking assholes, all the time. <laughs> I hold so, your boobies up. All the time, okay? Let's not talk about only when, Only when I'm sick and I need to vomit. It's true. The last thing that we're going to talk about is called Koro. It is uh, spelled K-O-R-O, and it's the term used to define the fear that the penis is running away into the body and that it may possibly be disappearing through theft or other means. It's a complete retraction of the penile organ and will result in death. What? Oh my god, what? <clears throat> I was thinking you were going to talk about that one fucking, when you said Koro, but I think it's actually pronounced Kuru, was the one I was thinking of. That's the, um, that people version of mad cow disease that that one tribe was getting by eating their dead. Oh no, how Bring would that fit in dead. with my other two fucking things? I don't know how, but uh, 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 yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about people that dance the whole bunch and then laugh the whole bunch, and then I'm gonna talk about this tribe that eats its own dead and fucking dies of mad cow disease, but the people version. <laughs> I thought it was odd as well. Well, you <laughs> certainly didn't fucking. You should have. You should have thrown something out, Laverne. <sighs> well, Fuck. I do what I can. I was just saying. That's what it made me think of. So, um, it's uh, it's found mostly among the uh, the Chinese and other Asian societies that are near China. Um, there have been uh, just reported epidemics all over the world, though. Uh, but it's that region uh, that Koro's found uh, mostly among the the Han people, uh, who are the dominant ethnic group uh, there. And is it's usually presented among guys under the age of 24. It provides considerable anxiety in the individual, of course, because if I was like, oh my say. god, someone's stealing a little bit of my penis at a time. I'm sure there's a small penis Asian joke somewhere in there. I just can't come no, up with yeah, it. No, right yeah, and now. and you know, Melissa made that joke when we were when she was helping me with this, and uh, I was like, yeah, that's hilarious. And no, I won't say it on the podcast. So I'm glad that you did. <laughs> like, how do you? How can you tell? Yeah, you know, there's got to be something there. I'll keep mining. It's no, okay. Yeah. Keep going, Jason. Yeah, no, no. You keep you <laughs> workshop that in your it. head. It'll work. It'll work. It'll work. You'll get it. You'll get it. I have faith in you. Um. So, uh the men that think this is happening therefore uh sometimes they try to pull the penis out of the body with help of friends and family which uh oh, you know that's sounds one like hell a, of a friend oh that's <laughs> like a super fun time oh my god it's a hell of like a of a brother or fucking aunt or and they they do this by they usually by tying a tying a string around it 
or yanking at it with some sort of clamping device. I just immediately Ooh. imagine one of those clips that you use to close chip bags. <laughs> I was so, thinking tongs or like uh, a uh, vice, maybe. Uh, uh, so, so although like, this tie this, this string and happens, then tie it to the doorknob and slam the door shut. <laughs> right. they, they're not trying to yank it out. They're just trying to like cajole it out of its hidey hole. Um, although this mostly happens to guys, uh, some Asian women have reported shrinking breasts, nipples, and or labia. What? Others may also believe that someone has Koro and they might try to, uh, quote-unquote, rescue the sufferer's member without their consent. What? This usually <laughs> leads to severe injury to the sex organ, including bruises, bleeding, <laughs> infection, other terrible uh, shit you just don't want to believe funny. is happening to your sex organ and stuff. What um, in the fuck? These, like, these hey, bro, I noticed you uh, you lost a couple inches there. You need some help with that? Uh, well, no, why no. Why are you it's, noticing it's, this? No, no, it's sneaking up on somebody and yanking at it. Be like, oh, I don't think I don't think your penis is long enough. I think someone's trying to steal it. I'm going to help. But that's all just in the guy's head because he's hiding wow. behind a fucking wall with a black mask on just waiting for the guy to take his pants down so he can strike. That is. I keep having that so Austin special. Powers where he keeps getting stuck with the where people keep finding his dick pump. That's not mine, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like a like a thief in the night. So, um, all these fucking terrible things that happen uh, usually uh, are pretty common in people that are trying to yank their their junk out, and it usually results in uh, in some pretty terrible permanent damage. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I could see that. Okay, so... I don't want to uh, see that, but I could see that being the case. It's 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 bad. But the, the good thing you, about ha having Koro is if you make it through having Koro and like being like, oh, wait, that's stupid. No one's stealing my penis. Um, It's usually just a one-time thing you get it. Because if you can come out of it the one time by realizing and understanding that, holy shit, that just can't happen, then you usually just understand that, you know? <laughs> so it's what just like a, a once in a lifetime kind of deal. Um, so in 1984, there were, uh, it, well, 1984 through 85, there was a Koro epidemic in Hinan Island and Laizu Peninsula. It's uh, it's starting to shed light upon cultural attitudes and and belief systems and you know it it shows us that uh, that rumors about Koro and just anxiety, like period, is the it's the largest fucking factor of causing Koro. So it's just like everything else we've already talked about tonight. It's people that are freaking out about stuff. They're so anxious. Shit sucks where they're at. Well now. I also got to be like, fuck, man, I'm not having any sex. I wonder if it's because somebody's stealing my penis. You know? <laughs> what the shit? So, so Koro, uh, specifically in China, is best described as a, like a social sickness. And um, it's supported by uh, just culturalness, like it's cultural trends. Thinking their dicks are being stolen. That's cultural trends that affect young people who don't, they like, they just don't have proper sex learning 
You know what I mean? Like they don't, they just need to know what a penis is, what it does and why. And no one's telling them, no one's taking them by the hand and bringing them into the bathroom at the rest stop and saying, this is a penis. This is what it does and why. Like every good too many people fucking red blooded American learns. Mm-hmm. Too many people fucking and being allowed to have children that shouldn't be. My bathroom's friend's name was Harold. Uh, I think you might want to uh, notify the authorities. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure the statute of limitations is long gone on that. Mm, you could help. Anyway, save, uh, another <clears throat> Timothy White of your own. Ooh, fuck that kid. He was stupid. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he never got diddled, so we can make fun of him. Uh, okay, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, this is a pun, and both uh, both a pun and what I actually did. Uh, I looked long and hard for uh, actual <laughs> cases of Koro. Like, I, I wanted fucking names, dates, places, you know what I mean? And uh, I found two sets through my probably lackluster fucking searching. Um, but I did find two sets, none of which technically in Asia. I mean, I guess India uh-huh. is part of Asia, uh-huh. you know? But uh, the, the two sets that I found were they, they had two stories from India, and then they had two stories from Greece, which is, it's weird. How does that movie keep popping up in our fucking podcast? Right. Now I'm wondering <sighs> how, how that happens in India, though, because... Usually those guys will just like take the dick out and fucking wrap it around a stick or something and Oh, you mean rape some some poor girl? Cuz that's all I hear about India. Which sorry India, what the fuck? Stop it. I don't know. That's awful. But No, it's bad. That wasn't a joke. I mean it. No, Stop no. it India, fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not funny. That just Continue. brought everything down. You laughed at it too, though. Ugh. <laughs> you're, a ba- you're a bad person. So, uh, I was nervous. Case number one: a 30-year-old unmarried male. He uh, he was a clerk. He was presented with the persistent fear that his penis was shrinking gradually for the last 12 years. Presented. He stated. Did somebody pitch him the idea? I guess uh, a 30-year-old unmarried male clerk, male comma, clerk presented with the persistent fear. Yeah, I guess like when he went to the hospital, he presented this fear. Like, oh, hey, I just this see is him the having fear a, I've had. I just see yeah, him having it's, a it's, notebook. It's, day 12, measurement. <laughs> day 13, yeah. another measurement. And I have this warehouse that's full of journals about the a, size of my penis. And it has, it has shrunk at least... Three centimeters in 12 years, and I think that's cause for alarm. Um, he stated that due to the shrinkage, he remained weak, anxious, and sleepless. He continuously huh. brooded over it. He got panicky whenever he saw his penis, and he felt that it is shrinking back and remained perturbed for days together after that. Due hmm. to his, due to this, he consciously avoided seeing, uh, or coming into contact with his penis at all, uh, even in his bathroom. Uh, he explained that it was due to his nocturnal emissions and a couple of masturbatory acts in middle adolescence. He was extremely religious and attended religious institutions like that of Satsang and Bra Makumaris. 
he considered pe- his penis as uh, sacred and its gradual shrinking as an omen of his ultimate destruction and death. He believed that this was due to sinful, uh, see here anti-religious, incidences of nocturnal emissions and masturbatory acts. See, if that were true, I'd have no penis. Anyway, Sounds he like had this decided... Sounds like a, a, a centimeter of a dick away from killing a bunch of people. I mean, I guess we technically don't know that he didn't kill a bunch of people. That's true. He had decided not to marry in order to avoid any possible retraction. He remained preoccupied with these thoughts, avoided company, and interaction with females completely. Uh, He requested for medicines that would stop further retraction. He had been given analytics, uh, sedatives, antidepressants, and antipsychotics at various points in time um, by many uh, doctors and had been counseled. Uh, His symptoms persisted with uh, intermittent exasperations without much relief. Unlike obsession, his thoughts were never resisted. His belief had influenced his behavior and way of life, and it was unshakable. Uh, He appeared more like... Well, he he just way overvalued his ideals, basically. Um, His mood state was predominantly anxious, with occasional panic attacks associated with somatic equivalents. Uh, He did not have any other major psychiatric syndrome so dude dude was nervous because his shit was going away uh, now, see, if he would have had the internet be. back on the day he would have he would have been buying creams and pills and pumps and somebody would have made right. a fortune off this dude well it's not that it was small it's not that he needed it to grow it's that it was leaving him that's pretty bad you know it's not that, oh, I'm inadequate. I need to grow 10 inches in 10 days like Ron Jeremy says I can. It's that. <laughs> I had thinking... these 10 inches. Now I'm at four. <clears throat> Holy fuck, I'm going to die. Yeah, I'm thinking the only way to know this all for sure is to make the bar graph. Like, you have to do it. Um, I mean, the bars would just be penises. Exactly. But they would still work the same way. It's, it's a fucking graph, and that you you see, you see our sales are declining here in these last twelve years. Oh my god! Here in the fourth quarter, we lost twenty percent. And as we can see, it correlates with the nights that I had masturbatory habits and or nocturnal emissions. Questions? Next yes, year's Scott? forecast. Yes. So he thought every time oh, he god. rubbed one out, he was rubbing some off. I mean, he didn't specifically say that. Sounds that way, that, though. It was more that religion. It was more that religion was hating him for the act of masturbation than he's physically wiping off some dick. So the angels were taking, taking like a slice every time, huh? My man, high five. Mm. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So, I got got one more. I got one more, and this one's a lot more fun, too. Okay. So, uh, also from India, uh, a 41-year-old unmarried, unemployed male from a uh, a business family, basically, uh, he presented the complaints of gradual retraction of his penis and scrotum into the abdomen. He had frequent panic attacks, feeling that the end had come. The symptoms had persisted more than 15 years, with a waxing and waning, of course. Um, During exacerbations, he spent most of his time measuring the penis by a scale and pulling it 
pulling at it in order to bring it out of his abdomen. He tied a string around it and attached it to a hook above to prevent its shrinkage during the night. There was a history of excessive sexual indulgence in the early 20s with prostitutes, and he had suffered repeatedly from sexually transmitted diseases, characterized by discharges, probably gonorrhea, and ulcers, probably syphilis. He was adequately treated for that, though. He did not have remorse or guilt over those happenings. He continued visiting prostitutes occasionally and described no inadequacy in sex. He engaged his partner in fellatio in order to bring the penis out, he refused marriage as he feared that his life was at stake due to this shrinkage and that he had many experiences of, experiences of nearing death due to that. He didn't have regular work and was mostly dependent on the family. He had been treated with anexlectics, uh, whatever the, uh, I said the other time, and occasionally with antipsychotic medications with minimal benefit. He had received psychoeducation. He frequently engaged in doctor shopping and tried to see doctors before the appointment day, expressing concern over his symptoms. He often used medications from other fields of medicine, uh, so homeopathy, uh, Ayurveda, and Ayurveda. Unani. Yeah, and, and Unani to prevent the retraction. Please tell me there are reports when this guy had a panic attack, he'd just run down the street naked, yelling, Someone took my dick! Please. There's got to oh, be at least uh, one report of that. Knocking I mean, on doors, I, I, do not, you have my dick? I lost it. Do you have my dick? Not, not that I saw specifically stated. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. Okay, it now... Sounds like college days. I was in a little bit of a rush to finish all my notes to start this. Uh, even though I had the outline and knew what I was talking about, I wanted to find the right shit. I was going to say, Jason, I, I hate to have to say this, but we still got like 20 minutes, so you're going to have to stretch this out. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. We're good. <laughs> so, this up top is labeled conclusion. And it's very, uh, it's definitive. It's, it's conclusion. Like, this is, this is why and what and things. I didn't read oh. this yet. I just copied it down. So And what and things. I'm so, that. The, the presenting symptoms of these two patients characterized by excessive anxiety and belief of shrinkage of genitalia are similar to those found in coro patients because they fucking are coro patients it's just not called that because they're not in fucking asia age of onset of the coro symptoms in the index patients are comparable to that of 20 to 40 years uh, which is observed in all the epidemics uh, factors such as extramarital intercourse venereal disease and scrotal filaria were found to be significantly commoner in coro patients one of the index patients had venereal diseases and had contact with prostitutes. Uh, significant pre-morbid or sexual psychopathologies psychopathologies were absent in most cases in epidemics. So also in the index cases. So they didn't have craziness in their, in their brains. <clears throat> Which is a weird thing to say after saying that they thought their penises were going away. Uh, the symptoms of these patients were not secondary to any other major psychiatric disorder. Um, the findings in, in these index cases are supported by the view that individual coro patients exhibit a symptomology indicative of major psychiatric conditions, i.e. psychosis or affective disorders, and appear unrelated to collective episodes which involve social, cultural, cognitive, and physiological factors in the diffusion of coro-related beliefs. A sporadic case of Cora was reported to be associated with psychotic depression. So, every once in a while, 
I mean, come on, guys. It's going to happen. A crazy person thinks they have Koro. That doesn't mean that all Koro people are crazy, you know? I can't even say it. No, they're all fucking crazy. That shit ain't happening. Well, they, they don't have lines crossed. I mean, they don't have uh, sparks misfiring. They don't have... Uh, oh, I see. They're not schizophrenic. Or right. Or something like that. But every once in a while, a schizophrenic person will think that they have core or whatever. Um, yeah. How... However, compared wow. to core patients reported in literature, these index cases had few differences considering duration of illness, continued presence of significant psychiatric morbidity characterized by coro-like symptoms which affected their life significantly, and non-response to interventions. Multiple episodes have been described in some patients in coro epidemics, but with only minor residual symptoms. However, in the index patients, their symptoms have been chronic. Majority of the individuals affected in coro epidemics in India were reported from the lower socioeconomic strata and were poorly educated. So this all it's all about education. Everyone <coughs> needs to everyone needs to find their own Harold or find my Harold. It doesn't matter. Find him and then call the police cuz I don't know where he lives. <laughs> find him and then call the police. <laughs> so epidemics of coro were known to be uh, contained or benefited by mass education programs. Uh, so teach people, teach people what their penises are and what they do and why. In and the please, index patients, do not huh? try to take Harold on yourself. No, please. no, it, you, you there needs to be at least three or four of you. Harold, did, uh, Harold's a big dude. At least I remember him being a big dude. Mm-hmm. He's got special guy strength. It was thirty years ago. Who knows now? Um, in the index patients, the symptoms of Coro did not respond in spite of various interventions, which included individual sessions of psychoeducation. So, blah, 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 blah. The underlying dynamics resulting in chronicity of symptoms of Coro are not clear. It is possible, as observed before, that many psychiatric symptoms that share a similar surface grammar uh, differ in their deep grammar or structure. Though the index cases suggest that Coro can be chronic with a poorer prognosis, further information regarding this presentation and factors behind it are needed. So, really... This this really is uh, an episode that just kind of kind of ends with like a shoulder shrug, like a. Mm-hmm. I mean, your guess is as good as ours, I guess. This is pretty friggin' weird. I mean, <sighs> pretty freaking weird, Chris. What if all the dancing people thought their dicks were shrinking? What if all the dancing people are the ones stealing penises? Oh. Man, I, I just know for that. the last 30 minutes, most of our male listeners have been holding on to their junk. Hey man, I, I, feel, I feel just as confident as I did before I started all my research. Oh, I didn't say us. Yeah, I said our That's listeners. I like how you were all like, no, no, not me. I, that was great. Yeah, I, I, me too. I get a big dick. Uh, no, no, I'm just pretty sure it's not going anywhere. I, I am educated enough to know. No one's stealing it. Plus, Chris pulls on it enough to know that it's not going in. Yeah, mm. I can see that. Indeed. Constantly measuring. Has that rope tied around it to that fucking kite in the thunderstorm. Yeah, well, I like my pit, my tent to be pitched year-round. You know, um, so... Okay. I mean, I, I put, like support beams in my pants and walk okay, around so you, like that. You somehow just made 
this segment where I talked about how Asian guys think their penises are going away and that they're going to die, you made it awkward. Just now. <laughs> I did that. Oh. I don't know how, but you did. I, I mean, I guess we all got to be good at something. So I'll um, take credit for that. Stick to the racism. So, <laughs> questions. I've got a question for each of you to close out the show. Okay? You ready? Okay. Chris. Mm-hmm. How come the dancing people and the laughing people don't get together and laugh dance at the people who think their penises are shrinking? Ooh. I mean, aside from probably a couple hundred years in between each episode, um, I guess the aliens didn't think that that would make a good reality show. I think that would be awesome TV. Then they are stupid because that would win Emmys. Unlike that, that Happy Days episode. That was a terrible yeah. episode of Happy Days. See, they I could think give all the people from the from the surreal life um, rosters something else oh. to do again. Ooh, and then you put the surreal life against the real world, and you make one team laughers and the other team fucking dancers, and then. And but every and they're like, hey, we're gonna be friends and we're gonna work together and we're gonna just really give it to those stupid fucking penis losers. Dead and then, but, <laughs> but then, but then the laughers every time they look at the fucking dancers, like the dancers think that the laughers are dancing at the laughers and laughing at the dancers, and and then it's it, and then we're gonna have a rumble. It's a rumble time. That's right. Always it's rumble jet, time. The Jets versus the Sharks. Let's fucking do this. Yeah, but because you know that that little saucy blonde-headed white girl who thinks she just is queen bitch of the fucking world. She ain't gonna take no shit from no dancer. And, she ain't gonna know. take no shit from no dancer. The thing is, all of the dancers have slept with her sister, and her sister is a blabbermouth. She doesn't actually think very much of herself. Her sister's feet are also super loose. Her, I mean... <laughs> I mean, but they're pleasantly loose. Let's not be... Let's not be jerks about it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, she's talented. We can't take that away. (laughs) Dun, 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 dun. Question. Rob, are you ready? Yes, maybe. Who exactly do you think is stealing pieces of your penis while you sleep? Kylie Jenner. Son of a bitch. You're right. Holy shit. Okay, so Rob wins. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm sitting there thinking I mean, the whole time you guys are talking about reality show, did, what's the guy's name under Kardashian that actually had his penis put inside of him? That was oh, that's the, the dad. Uh, Bruce. That's the, the, that's Bruce, the dad. Jenner. Bruce. There you go. No, wait. Yeah. No, his, his, name isn't, his name isn't Bruce anymore. It's, um, oh, it's true. Caitlin. It's Caitlin. Fuck, what is it? Yes. Caitlin, yes. Yes, that but was, Bruce yeah, literally had his penis go into his abdomen and became it, Caitlin. No, it's, okay, and Kylie can come not a penis. on mine anytime she wants. And he is not a she. I mean, wait, no, she is not a he. She is a she. And it is no longer a penis. It is now a a vaginal canal. Mm-hmm. And that is perfectly cool. I love it. I will bake you a cake, Miss Jenner. It's a different kind of pink sock. That is shaped from his former penis became her vagina. That's Correct. how that surgery works. They slice it in so, and stick it in. And I mean, I, I, mean, I think we case, would have, have to get a mold of it first, though. Like, we, we should have done that. We should have thought of that months ago. Like, how are we going to do it now? I was going to say, in that case, the less girthy you are, the better. Hmm. Huh. Huh. 
Well, wow. no. Well, I, I mean, for uh, for. Oh, excuse me. The less girthy you were. <laughs> yes. okay, Chris, why do you? Why are you? Why do you Semantic keep trying to find sorry. reasons for for not having a good sized junk is good? Is that just? Is it reassuring to you that one day, if you might might decide to be a woman, that that you'll feel feelings? I mean, it's good to know for all the kids out there, but no, personally, mm. I mean, I don't. You're throwing up a lot of you're throwing up a lot of hand ocean. quotes right now, Chris. A lot of hand no. quotes going up in the air. I just <laughs> no, feel no, them. not at all. Feeling deep within my my nether loins. <laughs> you're gonna feel them deep within your nether loins. Fucking laugher. We're dancing over here. Dancing, bitch. <laughs> Gangsters don't dance. Gonna be actually, a rumble. A rumble. A rumble. Gonna be a rumble. Oh shit! Every time I'm snapping, yep. Darcy's staring at me like I'm trying to talk to her. Shit. No. <laughs> no. no is she a jet or is she a shark? Uh, she is a shark that flies a jet. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. That's the best. That's right. So she she's plays the shark for both face teams. on the front of the jet. Switch hitter. Nice. Mm-hmm. Talent. I've taught her well. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So, and now I have a question for the both of you put together that I need you to answer on the count of three. Is that okay? Oh, Can we do damn, that? We don't have buzzers. No. No, there's no buzzing. No, this uh, isn't. No, this he is He wants us uh, to talk over nothing. each other. I need you to talk over each other. Not all the time, just now. Okay. okay. So, on the count all of right, three, though. Ready? Okay. Who was the greatest Ninja Turtle? One, two, three. Donatello. Oh, you're both fucking wrong. <laughs> Gross. Well, how do you not, pick, how do you not pick Leonardo? He had swords for fuck's sake. He had yeah, two true. giant swords. He was a douche. I mean, he had to be. He can't just be fucking around like his stupid brothers. He's got to make sure everybody comes home at night alive. Or else Splinter's gonna kick him at. It's, uh, uh, <laughs> yep. See, the way I figure it is not only was Donatello the scientist and the get the gadget maker, but he was also trusted to protect and hold down his portion of the team with nothing but a stick. Leonardo <laughs> had to have giant knives. Okay, well, I mean, fucking Michelangelo had two sticks connected with string. Yeah, yeah, but he's still swinging something on you. Oh, Fuck yeah, yeah he, he can't swing a stick. Relief, though. No, you can't. Oh, my God. Well, nobody likes Michelangelo. No one. Not even Michelangelo liked Michelangelo. He just, he needed, just... A, he needed a Xanax to calm the fuck down. He was just so over the top for mm. me, that's all. I, I think would have gotten along just to... fine with Raphael. <laughs> He tried too hard to be cool. I think was the thing. Like he was like yeah. totally tubular and radical and and skateboarding pizza. And you know, it's, it's sometimes you're just like shut the fuck up and go to school. You know? It's like when the Jews in Hollywood write like inspirational black things, and you can tell it's totally fake. Like the entire writing. I don't, writing I don't and like where you're going with this. Totally really. fake. No, no, no. Okay, you said, so stick like, to it, the no, racism. No, no. No, I, I, I need, I need, uh, I, I need some sort of example of this actually happening. Uh, oh, you are oh, perfect example. I just watched the whole fucking season. Okay. Yeah, fucking. Uh, there's a, a a new DC comics 
show inspired show on uh, oh, God, Netflix yeah. called Black Lightning, and yeah. it is it or, is DC's trying to be trying to like redo what Marvel did for Luke Cage, but Luke Cage was actually written at a time in the seventies and shit at a time when the the whole everything was a movement so yeah it's written like that on purpose whereas this whatever this shit is that looks like white people writing for black power and not power I mean, I, in the I sense hate, of i hate dc completely and uh and yeah i'm not a dc fan, i'm not i'm not a big it. fan of i'm not a big fan of black lightning in general but he has been around for many many years that's not just some new character they made for a tv show you do know that right Okay, well that's fine, and and even if he was written at the same time as as Luke Cage was, and and the empowerment movements, the writing is awful, and the acting is just as bad. When when it seems like when one culture is trying to follow another culture's direction for how that culture should act, as far as like what their uh, what their what the common place. Uh, viewpoint of said culture is you see what I'm saying yeah I mean I mean and we all know that that's that's how you start it's, thinking that your penis is being stolen sorry awful. Robert go ahead yes oh please. have you ever watched the movie the toy unfortunately because um, that's just the worst fucking movie on the planet yeah it had Richard oh, no, Pryor no, 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 in not, it not just not just toys that's the one with, with no Williams. that's horrible no, no it's, this is with great. R- oh my god! With Richard Pryor, I love the toy. Where, yeah, where the, the rich, rich white guy has, has, yeah. has the black guy as a toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he yeah, and he that. says you can buy anything in the store, and he wants the black guy. And his dad's like, "Okay, shit, I'll buy the black guy. Why not?" Well, and then the black guy's like, "Okay, shit, I'll be bought." It's not like they <laughs> kidnap him. Like he's there making fat stacks of fucking greenbacks and shit, you know. That's a no, good wait, movie. It's a hard. It's, it's a horribly racist premise. How does what, I, do what now? Because oh. I guarantee you, Richard Pryor did not write that movie about a rich white guy buying him and taking him to his house. Yeah, Nobody certainly cat. He certainly cashed the checks from being in it, though, didn't he? And then he did. smoked the crack that he bought I mean, with it. <laughs> and then lit himself check. on fire, and then yelled at people about it. Yeah, you know, you gotta own that shit. Yeah. Fucking rest in peace, Richard. We miss you. Oh. Indeed. That's probably the only man that could laugh at lighting his ass on fire and make other people laugh at it too, at his pain. Because that's yeah, one Michael of the Jackson saddest stories you could think of. No, Michael Jackson just screamed like a bitch and rolled down some stairs. <laughs> he could have learned a lesson from Richard Pryor. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jackson should have been doing way more angel dust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and so, before we ruin any other legacies, I would like to say thank you guys, specifically Chris Christofferson and Robert Smith, both wonderful music acts from the 80s. Yeah, I'm sure real people. (laughs) Thank you for hanging out for another quirky, cute little episode about penis stealing of See No Hear No Speak. No. Yeah, UFOs, conspiracies, uh, dick segment thieves, and uh, murders. And dancing in the streets. And of course, we got dicks in the mix. Jason brought it in this time. 
This is the it's most gonna... dicks we've ever had in the mix, by far. No, well, it's the most we've said the word. I don't think it's the most dicks in the mix we've had, though. Just Maybe, I don't know. I, you're the one that keeps the records in your butt. I don't know. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Oh, fellas. What a blast we've had. Indeed. Oh. Always. I still haven't even come up with my next episode yet. So I guess Chris, I do you have a PSA that. before we leave? Let's get working on that shit. Um, yeah, do you have a PSA? The thing that you keep saying that you want to do that you, that you fucking never do? Yeah, I'm very forgetful. So, um, yeah, I guess my PSA in this, in this case would be, um, you know, if it's a torrential downpour like it is for the entire East Coast uh, right now, you fucks, and you're driving down mountains at 30 miles an hour... No, and goddamn good and well, you should be able to handle a little bit faster than that, you fucking tard. Um, excuse my language there, miss lady the who only gave continue. us one chance. Um, <laughs> fuck her, she's not even here, she only gave us one fucking chance. Just turn your lights on, man, just just turn your lights on. Let me know when you're a little fucking gray car or a little black car on the mountain and I'm barreling down this motherfucker because I know how to drive. Um... Get the fuck out of my way, or at least let me know that you're there by putting on your lights, man. It's dangerous. Come on now. Well, I, you know, the way I see it is you turn on your lights or you're signing that contract that says you deserve to die. And if you don't turn your lights on and you deserve to die, prepare to die. I mean, oh, morally, so yes, if but I had legally. to get into a car that you actually had to turn the lights on. I haven't turned lights on in a car and probably four years <laughs> well aren't we fucking fancy and rich and have tons of kids and shit Jeez <laughs> hey Louise. you buy a minivan it comes with some shit i'm telling you, you I, I, I drive a mustang I, I, drive, I drive a fucking it's a it's a big stupid fucking engine that drinks a ton of gas and it's got a radio and fucking automatic windows oh That's it. shit your <sighs> your crank muscles would be pretty weak by now huh now on the pushing. work truck, I've got crank windows, but that's oh, even still got the auto lights. That's right. We talked about that. That's just super weird. Anyway, countdown. Indeed. Three, two, and one. one. Good night, Bye, kids. kids. <laughs> oh night. God! Protect the dick. Protect. Yes. <laughs> Measure daily. <laughs> yeah, Rob would like to see your bar graphs, by the way. Rob. Rob needs bar graphs. <laughs> <laughs>